that we've been going over the last six weeks are our values, our shared values together. We're going to affirm those together. And what that means, we're going to read those out loud. You can sign. There's a green copy in your program. You can sign that. And it just says, hey, I affirm these. I want to live these. And then we go and we celebrate down in South Hall the shared meal together. Now, I want to let you know, um, like every year, we have gone overboard. And I have to accept this. I have gone overboard. I'll take the blame. And recruited my meat-smoking friends here at Genesis. And we smoked 10 pork shoulders, 47 German-style sausages, four chickens, and a brisket. And so, um, there's plenty. (laughs) And so, please stay. And if you're a vegetarian, there is, Manya said she made vegetarian beans, we have potatoes, vegetables, and things like that. But if you're not a vegetarian, you have to eat a half or a full pound of meat. Or take home in your pockets. But if you didn't bring anything, Please, please, please stay and eat with us. Um, This is what family does. And as a family, we have more than enough. More than enough. Please stay and eat with us. Break bread with us. It will be our communion, right? As we remember Jesus together and we that. So it's going to be a great day um, for that. So at the end, as we affirm our covenant, we're going to go eat. And so thank you, my meat-smoking friends, so Richie smoked four pork butts, Dan Glander did the sausages, Derek Crawford did a pork butt, um, Ben Regal is smoking chickens right now if you, smelled, if you smelled it, so thank you, and then thank you for everybody who has brought food today um, to round out this beautiful meal. So, so with this, um, have you ever had a close call in your life that awakes you? You ever, you ever had a moment where something shifts in your mind because you knew that uh, your life could have changed. I've had friends, young friends, who got diagnosed with early cancer, right? And there was something about that it shifted in them with that. Uh, I, I had a close call within the last month. I was driving in downtown Royal Oak. I saw that the lights were good. I could see the lights up there, and I decided to do something incredibly stupid. I started to answer a text, right? I'm on my phone, I'm driving, and I'm, you know, I looked ahead enough, and all of a sudden, I look up, and there's a pedestrian in the crosswalk, and I am so close. I slam on the brakes as hard as I can, and I tell you, I had to be within 12 inches of this woman by the time my brakes hit. She stares at me and, you know, yells at me, and, and I'm like, yes, 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 right, because I, I knew that I'm break, I broke the law, and I could have hurt her, right? I could have killed her. No difference between texting and driving and drunk driving, right? And, and had I hurt her, I would have been convicted because I was guilty, and I would have went to jail. And it would have hurt my family, and my son. And you, know, you have these moments where you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I so stupid? And, and believe me, they were, it was nothing important, right? Nothing important. And, but we have these wake-ups, right? And that's a, that's a small one. It's a wake-up one that says, put away your phone, right? Don't be dumb. But we have these wake-ups, these wake-up calls that, that says, oh, man, I'm, I'm heading the wrong way. Let's go another way. Let's do something different. And in life, you need a ton of them. 
They're God's grace. They're God's favor to us. We need them all the time to redirect us and to, to move us. In a way of saying, hey, let's not go that way. Let's go this way. And when we do our values, this is what we're trying to say. Every year we look at these values and saying, hey, let, let's not go this way. Let's not be tempted to live this way. Let's, let's go this way. Let's engage in this. Is it costly? Yes. Will it be demanding? Yes. Is it the life you want to live? Is it the person you want to become? I would say yes. Let's do that. And so every year when we affirm our values, that's what it is. We, we want to be a people who are being moved towards our God-giving destiny. We want to be a people who are creating a welcoming, inclusive community where, where the message of Jesus Christ can be announced, where disciples can be made, and the kingdom of God can be advanced. We want to see discipleship and a missional communities created and built to see our city and our nation and the world and nations transformed. We long for that. And so when we share our values, it's, it's in a sense of saying, hey, it's a renewal, it's a wake-up call, it's a reminder, it's a redirecting of saying, hey, let us go this way. So today we want to do that. In Hebrews 10, here's a text that I want to encourage us with this, and then we're going to affirm our values. This is Hebrews 10, verses 19 to 25, and it says this. We've been reading this in our morning together as our staff team. It says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest, and Hebrews talks about how Jesus is this priest who did one sacrifice for all of our sins once and for all, and they're saying that Jesus is the high priest. Since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise, just as the song said. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encouraging one another, especially now, that the day of his return is drawing near. In this text, it's a redirecting, it's a renewing of people that the author of Hebrews is giving out into this community. Right? He's writing it here because of what Jesus has done, because of all that Jesus has done. He's saying, oh, let us redirect. Let us live this way. And I love this, let us. The first one is like, hey, because of Jesus and because of this one sacrifice for all that covers all sin, it's saying this, let us go right up to God and get in his, get, and sit on his lap. Let us get right up close to God. We can because of what Jesus has done. Let us have complete intimacy with God. So let us be encouraged. Come closer to God. Expect that he's going to welcome you because of what Jesus has done. You're, you're cleansed by what Jesus has done. So let us go right up to God. The next let us in Hebrews says, hey, let us hold tight to the hope of God's promise. And hope is this idea that love is going to stretch into our future, into the future of the world. 
It's the expectation of good things that come as a gift from God. That's hope. With this expectation that even though at the times the world seems to be off its axis at times, but yet we have an expectation that good is going to come. God is going to reign the day. He's going he's to rule. His kingdom is going to come. Expectation of God's good is going to come as his gift. And it's going to come in your family. And it's going to come in our neighborhoods. And it's going to come in all these different places. We're holding on to this hope. An expectation of good things that will come as the gift of God. And then one says, let us dream up ways to motivate one another towards acts of love and good works. So last week when you got the love and action coupon, it's just a dreaming up an idea in order to motivate us towards love and good works. And the final let us of this Hebrews is let us keep meeting together to encourage one another. I love these let us. And so our covenant and our values are these let us. Right? Let's. Let us. Let us keep doing this. Our values are let us. Let, let us live as if every person matters, including yourself, your gifts, and the gifts of others. Let us hear from God and, and act on what God says to us. Let us engage in true community, authentic community, being known and knowing others. Let us live as if all life is worship, at work and at home and cleaning home and, and playing and eating and drinking. This is all worship to God. Let us put our love into action. Let us live as missionaries joining God in his work locally and around the world. That's what we're inviting us. These are, they're, let us. Let us live this way in our covenant. Those were our values that we're going to read together. And in your program, you got this white one. And so if you want to pull it out, it's the cardstock version. If you didn't get one, you can grab one on your way out. And then the green one is meant for you to sign. But uh, I think it's just good to know, hey, what are the let us's? Let us, how, how would you live is this. But on the back of it, we're kind of like, hey, what does this look like for us as a community? How does this tangibly play out, these values, into the life of this church? Now, we haven't listed everything. We didn't list all the groups that are meeting in here, that people are engaging in all of these values in their groups. But we listed some um, events and things that, that give into deeper connection and development and celebration. And I want to read these to you. I want to I talk to you about these, and then we're going to affirm our values, Right? So this calendar, we're just calling it sort of a covenant calendar, and today is the Covenant Sunday. And then next week, between the 13th and the 20th, uh, you've heard me talk about it, and you, if, you've, if you've seen my post about it, but this is a biblical holiday. It's called the Festival of Sukkot. It's a Jewish holiday. Um, it's set up on dates. This was the one of the three that this God commanded Israel to celebrate, and this one, this is a festival um, of booths is what it's called, but it's a full week where the nation of Israel, God's people, were just told celebrate, celebrate, go outside and celebrate, 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 that's what the whole festival is about for a week long, and what I love about that, it's celebrating God's provision for the most part is what this holiday is about. And I want to encourage you all as a pattern of living our values over the course of that week from the 13th to the 20th, I want to encourage you, throw a party. 
throw a party and gather people to your home. You don't got to celebrate the Jewish thing. The majority of us don't, aren't Jewish. None, maybe some of us are. But you don't got to do that. I mean, you don't got to follow those. But we could, you could throw a fall party and you could invite community. And the whole thing is, uh, I'll, I'll send out some other notes about what you could do to turn it towards thanking God for his provision. But we want to encourage you on that of the 13th through the 20th to throw a fall party, to host a gathering, to connect and celebrate God's goodness and those around you. You can invite your friends, you can invite your neighborhood, you can invite people here, but bring people together and celebrate God's provision. And know that all around the world there are people that are doing it and we just wanna create a pattern. What could it look like to live out some of our values that people matter and that all of life is worship? That's what that looks like. The other one is that we have is coming up on the 27th, as Olivia said. On the 27th, we've got a, a church-wide initiative. We're going to teach on four weeks about being able to identify your gifts, your passion, and how it connects to your story. It's helping you to figure out calling, how God has wired you for the good works that he's planned for you. This is going to go on from the 27th of October until November. This is saying that all people matter, Right? This is about authentic community and being able to direct people together. It's a four-week thing where you're going to get into groups and you're going to, there's going to be a book and there's going to be some resources to help you identify two of your gifts, one of your passions, and how it all connects to your story. To live out the calling that God has for you. That's a part of our values and we would love for you to be a part of that. The other thing we have is Kirk Martin, that training that Jenny was talking about. This is our values because it's about caring for families it's about growing our skills as parents and teachers and caregivers and, and, and being a kind of people. And, and it creates an avenue for us to hear from God into our circumstances. We believe that if you show up, you're going to hear from God. Because God loves us and wants to speak into our lives so we can act on it for the good of our, our families, the good of our coworkers, the good of the world. In the beginning of December, we give out these Advent calendars, Right? And these Advent calendars just help people to live into the patterns of engaging with family, building community, being thankful to God, and serving out in our community. We call it the up, in, and the out. This is about our values, that Advent calendar that will start in, in December. Then, on January the 11th, there's a training that happens, a tool called the Enneagram. It's a self-discovery tool. This is this value that you matter that all people matter, and about uh, being directed to what God has for you. It's another chance to hear from God and act on it. That Enneagram workshop is, is going on on January the 11th. And then at the end of January into February, our family practice of serving the Mormon Center, putting our love into action, living as servants, worshiping God in our serving, hearing and doing, right? All this community coming together to serve the homeless within our area. That's something that marks out our values. Another opportunity to connect people and to celebrate community is on St. Patrick's Day. And I want to encourage you all to host a party, to throw a party. And just to, to throw a party, we're going to try to help you to be able to do this, but to a gathering to celebrate building relationships in your community. It's one of our values. And this could be a pattern just to say, oh, yeah, let us actually intend to do this. Let us actually make a plan to do it. The other one that's happening is the parent discipleship training in March the 21st. This is to develop skills as parents who are raising children to know God, right? These are about our values and valuing those things. The other thing that we do is because we know that group leaders are so crucial. We have a number of groups. We want to continue to expand our groups. We're having a group retreat, a group leader retreat. 
And so, um, group leaders, if you, this is the first time we're probably even giving you this date, and so we want to invest in you and encourage you and take you away and have a good time together and, 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 and have a chance to breathe and to dream. That's going to happen in, in April. And if you're like, you, that sounds good for you and you want to do it and you're not a group leader, then check a box and you can begin to invest the skills and gifts that God is having you with others. And then another thing that we have on here, too, is something else we want to encourage you to host is a summer party on June the 19th. Um, th- this is a value of ours here as being an inclusive community who God has invited us to be. But June 19th is, is a day in Texas. It's called Juneteenth. It's a holiday that's been getting more and more m- momentum. Texas was the final state to recognize the eradication of slavery in the United States. It took two years um, for the Emancipation Proclamation to reach Texas. And so, so Texas was the final one to, to end institutionalized slavery, at least systemic, that was happening through our, our government and laws and things. And so it's a celebration that it's over. And I think as, as a community, as, as a world, as, as, as people of the United States, we should be throwing a party that, that slavery is, is over and celebrating this, host a gathering to connect and to celebrate the end of slavery in the United States what are our values? I mean, it lives out this value that every person matters about hearing and doing. I mean, it hits to all these. It's putting our love into action. It's living as missionaries in this world. And so these are a few things of what does it look like to live our values? We think these are some of the things that it looks like. And we would love for you to say, hey, okay, I'll make, I'll make an effort to be a part of these things as we move together. Now, I didn't even mention the things of each of you moving into your groups, and we have groups in here like Julie Spicer's group side by side that's serving uh, spouses of doctors, and Melinda Unger and her group up here, I met with them this last week, and as they encourage each other, eat together, pray for one another, engage in the scriptures together, but also have their eyes toward the forgotten, and are reaching out to them. Chris and Jody Elin having a, a community in the neighborhood where they reach out to the kids in their neighborhood. Dave and Harvey are leading a group for men, and they continue to serve at Friendship House, which is in Hamtramck, and also giving away supplies to the homeless. Uh, Jess Kennedy in here, who's, who leads up the Olive Branch in order to serve families and teachers here in this area, so giving them support um, within their daycare facility. We have Bill and, and Sandra Grimm, who, with their group and stuff, they're teachers at Oak Park High School, and want to continue to leverage their group in order to care for students at the high school. I mean, I remember Matt and Ashley were doing a commun- missional community in their neighborhood over the summer, providing hot dogs and feeding people and creating a space for people to come and be known. Jane Liz Taylor are having a group for transracial adoption parents in order to create support and stuff, and support for families who have kids who have come from hard places. Right? These are people who are creating this, living into our values together, wanting to move in this world. And so with this, we want to encourage each other, let's continue to go this way. Let's continue to go down these roads and, and be the people whom God is inviting us to be. And with that, I want to, I want to invite us to, to let us engage in these values to let us live as every person matters. Let us hear from God and act. Let us engage in true community. So can we do that? Can we reject our time and our days towards God? And so within that in mind, I want to invite you to stand. And we're going to 
now had this moment to read the covenant, our covenant together, in order to, make, to move us to these, let us live this way. And at the end of this, we'd love for you to sign the green one, and you can stick it at the back table. You can drop it in, um, there's a box right there at the end of the hall. You can put it on the counter of the coffee bar. We would love for you to affirm this. But we're going to read this together. We're going to read the value, and then we'll read, I'll read the value, and then you guys will read the response. So we'll all read the response together. Sound good? So we're going to read together, we'll pray, and then we're going to dismiss to lunch. So here's the opening. Having been brought as we trust by divine grace to embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and to give ourselves wholly to him, we do now solemnly and joyfully covenant to live out these shared values with each other. Amen? Every person matters. Each person is created in the image of God, entrusted with creative and spiritual gifts. And we each, we are each called upon to make a unique and humble contribution in the body of Christ. Response. We covenant, develop, and utilize our creative and spiritual gifts in service to the body of Christ while treating with dignity and respect both those within our community and those far from it. Hearing and doing. At the heart of following Jesus is hearing his words and acting on them. We believe that it's our birthright to hear from our good father and that life is more adventurous and robust when we say yes and respond to what we hear. Response. We covenant to incline our ears to the voice of God, to hide his word in our heart, and to act in corresponding obedience. Authentic community. We seek to be a people that God might dwell among, open, honest, accepting, welcoming, and non-judgmental. We recognize that we're better together than apart. Response. We covenant to actively involved in community where we can learn how to deepen our connection to God and be open, honest, accepting, welcoming, and non-judgmental in all our relationships. All of life is worship. God is good. In response to God's faithfulness, we're compelled to respond with worship, reverence, and praise in all areas of our lives, in work, play, study, prayer, giving, and service. Response. We covenant to enter fully into our worship gatherings and to acknowledge God's constant presence in our lives, giving thanks wherever we live, work, serve, and play. Love and action. God loves people, and so we love people. We show God's love in the world through action born of compassion. Without judgment, we seek to embody the love of Jesus Christ through tangible acts of kindness, care, and service to others. Response. We covenant to demonstrate God's love in the world through action born of compassion, seeking without judgment to embody the love of Jesus through tangible acts of kindness, care, and service. We are missionaries. God is a missionary and invites us to join in his good work. Because of this, we intentionally equip followers of Jesus Christ to participate in God's mission in neighborhoods, networks, and to the nations. Response, we covenant to respond faithfully to God's call, serving as missionaries wherever we live, work, serve, and play. 
Well, Father, as we covenant together in this form, we read these responses, let us come near to you, Lord, that you'd fill the gaps of our needs. Let us cling to the hope of your great love and your goodness in this world. Let us encourage each other towards love and good deeds to live out these values together and let us continue to meet together encouraging one another as your day approaches when you will set everything right in this world calling us all home to you may those god be may that number expand and grow who would receive the good gift of your love God, would you breathe upon your sons and daughters, releasing them to live out these values, that we would do this together, becoming the people you've invited us to be. And this we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, that's our, that's our covenant. If you can sign the green one in order to affirm them, let us know. This is just a part of our, our sort of, we call it members, right? It's our covenant members. We want everybody to stay and eat with us. But I want to give you a heads up. If somebody has one of the garden t-shirts on, that is a fast pass to the front of the line for the food. So let the garden shirt people um, head up there. Um, parents of kids, go grab your kids. Now you're released. And we're gonna, we're gonna have one song in here. It's called um, Endless Hallelujah. And so uh, we're dismissed at this time. We're gonna eat together and celebrate communion at tables, eat anywhere and everywhere. But parents, you can grab your kids. But if you'd like to stay and sing this song of praise to God, do so, sign your covenant. And we'll head down and we'll eat together in the South Hall. Thank you, God, for your provision of food. Amen? Amen. Amen. Rise.
with heaven's song, singing out in endless Alleluia. Let our voices rise, all creation cries, singing out in endless Alleluia. From this moment on, join with heaven's song, singing out in endless. Stop. 